2: Hi everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now we've been asking the Frenchpreneurs a long one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Aaron Myers, the president and chief operating officer of Hammer and Nails Grooming Shop for Guys. And Hammer and Nails Grooming Shop for Guys is a first of its kind men grooming shop that provides hand and foot care, haircuts and shaves, and a man cave Nirvana. We're gonna to talk to Aaron about that in just a moment. Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show.
1: The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com, or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700.
0: Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews.
1: Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Aaron Myers, the president and chief operating officer of Hammer & Nails Grooming Shop for Guys. And Hammer and & Nails Grooming Shop for Guys is a first-of-its-kind men grooming shop that provides hand-and-foot care, haircuts and shaves, and a man cave nirvana. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Welcome to the show.
3: Hey Marty, thanks for having me on.
2: Ah, uh, this is my pleasure, Aaron. We always like to ask our guests. Where are you calling from this morning, Aaron?
3: I'm calling from lovely Folsom, California.
2: Ah, uh, fantastic. And I imagine the weather is perfect there today, isn't it?
3: I believe it's gonna be about seventy eight
2: uh, and perfect. sunny.
3: So that's not that's, too bad.
2: That, that is not bad at all. You know, I was thinking about I was talking to uh about this concept with my wife all weekend, Aaron, when I first learned about hammer and nails. And I just thought it was such a clever concept. I mean for one the name is fantastic. You know, I mean, it's, it's just a home run with the name. But maybe we could sort of, you know, talking a little bit about, you know, what is Hammer and Nails? Because when you hear the name, you don't necessarily think of your business, do you?
3: No. Yeah, we tried to have, obviously, the, our founder picked a name that conveyed a little bit of what we do, but it does right. leave a little bit of, of, up to your imagination.
2: It sure does. How do you typically describe the concept there? Like if somebody, says, you know, I'm sure you meet people all the time, and they say, okay, well, what yeah. is hammer
3: and what, what do we How do? do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we are the coolest, most relaxing, comfortable men's grooming franchise in the country. Yeah. We're the first franchise to bring men's manicures and pedicures to a barbering, straight razor shave, uh, Environment and it's a very right. uh, cool, unique environment. That, that that's what we bring.
2: And you know, you're really solving. You know, I, I think it's 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 a bigger need than I think most people may even imagine, or, you know, because it's not, you know, you, you, know you, and both, you and I are both guys, you know, so it's not something that you think of, you know, like, I mean, typically, you know, to get a lot of these services done in the past, I mean, you'd have to go to a beauty salon, and that beauty salon was uh, covered with, you know, people makeup and mostly women, and it was kind of like a more like feminine environment, and, you know, I think this is where, you know, hammer and nails, no pun intended, it really hits the nail on the head, doesn't it? I mean, maybe, because it's an experience, isn't it? Maybe you could talk about that experience?
3: Yeah, sure. So it's a very immersive experience. It's Mm -hmm. dark, like a low light. Um, You come in, you're greeted um, by a very professional staff. Um, You can receive a haircut, a straight razor shave, and then we kind of bring you into uh, our back room, which is uh, the manicure and pedicure room. It's right. very, you have large oversized leather chairs. We provide you with a spirit or other beverage of your choice if you don't like spirits. Right. Um, you're in, uh, you have your own private uh, big screen TV with your own remote right. control. We give you Bose noise canceling headphones. Wow. And so we're really trying to create a, 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 an experience, like you said, as more than just go get your haircut. Right. And It's great to see how men respond to that experience and that environment. Most guys walk in, they're a little unsure about uh, manicures and pedicures. They're thinking they're going to be walking into this place that their wives or girlfriends have taken them. And they kind of walk in and they get this little smile on their face. And it's fun to see this smile. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. This place, I feel good here. I want to be in this place. And that's what we've tried to build
2: and then you got them from that point. You know, I imagine the hardest part is really just, you know, getting them in the door. Once you got them in the door, then you have that repeat sale factor after that from time to yeah. time again, don't you?
3: Yeah, no question. We are a membership model. So yeah. I think that's another unique piece that we've brought to the table and um we're seeing a very high rate of conversion. So to your point, when people come in and try out our service, the sign up rate is is very high because right. they realize, I mean, everyone needs to get their hair cut. Everyone, sure. everyone's nails continue to grow. Men right. typically haven't been taught how to maintain um, their hands and feet correctly. And so once they've had it done in this environment and they realize it's as cool as it is, right. well then you, you get a high conversion rate.
2: My uh, wife, Aaron, she was one of these people, you know, she probably – she really should have went into, you know, the beauty school industry, you know, because she's a fanatic with all that stuff. I mean, ever since I've been with her, she's always, like, looking at my nails. I've never paid attention to stuff like that my whole life, you know, but she said people do, you know. I mean, when you're in meetings and people shake your hands and, and they notice that stuff, and that that's – so much more important today in today's society, isn't it, compared to, like, maybe your father's generation or your grandfather's generation. Men didn't think of that stuff as much, but today it is important, isn't it?
3: Yeah, well, no question. Most men, we kind of call it the trickle-down, meaning most men were taught to take care of their feet by Mm -hmm. you shampoo your hair and whatever soap trickles down is what covers, (laughs) you know, is the extent of your care. Right. Really, men don't know how to take care of, so our nail technicians actually spend quite a bit of time educating right. and communicating with, with men in a very non judgmental safe environment for men to learn about what it means to have proper hand and foot care. And part of that education is always about how do people perceive your hands and feet. Sure. And when there are people out there... Um, this time of year, especially as the the, the weather heats up, mm-hmm. I see a lot of flip-flops. And uh, there are people that are right. wearing flip-flops that probably should not be wearing them. That. So, <sighs> That's
2: so true. Until
3: they come so visit true. us, that is.
2: That's fantastic. Um, you, I was reading recently, Aaron, I mean, you were recently appointed to the president and COO, and John Choi has taken on the role of CEO. So what does this mean for Hammer and Nails, Aaron?
3: Well, so John and I are membership model franchise Mm -hmm. experts. We both come from Massage Envy. I was the head of operations at Massage Envy for six years. Massage Envy is a well-known brand, over 1,200 locations, and really the, the founding kind of membership model franchise experience and so we've taken all of the learnings from Massage Envy and our experience previously and we've applied that and brought that to hammer and nails so we're taking the proven business model to a whole new space and that is the men's barbering space
2: and this must be exciting um, for you, Aaron and John too. You know because it is something a little different. You know it's kind of similar but a little different at the same time. You know it's new. I mean, yep. you know we've done almost 600 shows and I can't say that I've had your type of franchise on the show in in, in almost 12 years. You know so it, it it must be very interesting for you and John it, to it, be part of this.
3: It, it absolutely is. It's exciting to be about a part of a brand that is really the very first to mm-hmm. uh, the table right. and. Uh, I, you know, not oftentimes I got to be a part of it at Massage Envy, and Massage Envy was a very first of its kind. And right. we, we we tried to find an experience or an opportunity that was going to give us that same thing again. And we believe that lightning's going to strike twice, and that we get to be a part of creating a whole other experience and and brand uh, a second time. So we're very excited about that. Um, so. Yeah.
2: That's wonderful. That's terrific. So what are Hammer and Nail's development plans for the future, Aaron? I mean any, you know, locations opening in two thousand
3: eighteen? Yeah, so we have about uh fifteen licenses, uh sorry, leases signed. Um so we mm-hmm. should have fifteen more locations opening within the next six months. We currently have four locations open, one in Miami, one in Hollywood, California, one in Maryland, and one in Northern California in Folsom. Right. And then we'll have 15 more opening before the end of this year with leases actually signed. We've sold about 280 to 300, 280, 290 licenses to area developers. Um, And uh, so we expect to have significant growth um, throughout the next three to five years. Um, We see that at the end of five years, we should easily be above 200 uh, locations or shops open, as we call them.
2: And I guess you see it pretty much all over the United States, Aaron, you know, and maybe even, of course, you know, in, internationally, you know, is, is, you know because mm-hmm. this concept applies to anywhere. I mean, what kind of locations do you look for um, with, with hammer and nails? I mean, what kind of stands out, like, when you're looking at that location?
3: Well, we do look for a typical um retail environment that most Mm -hmm. people are uh, comfortable with. What we have learned, though, even early on, is that men don't like lots of crowds. And some of our locations, you want to be in a retail area, but you want to be in a place where men don't dread going and being around large, large crowds. But in general, it's a typical retail storefront. Um, that That you might see from any of the other you know membership model businesses that are out there from even the gym the gym space with orange theory or soul cycle or amazing lash or or massage b.
2: Great. If um, you and um, John were at a franchise show, Aaron, and you know, and someone came up to your booth, and the typical question you described it a little earlier, but, but if it was a prospective franchisee, and their question is always, you know, so what do you guys do? I mean, how do you, you, you typically respond to them?
3: Well, we tell them we're a cutting-edge opportunity. We tell them that we're, we're the very first of our kind, just as yeah. you and I spoke about earlier. Right. We believe that we are the. Uh, ultimate male grooming experience mm-hmm. and business opportunity. And we've taken being first to market with a very unique environment and then met, paired that up with the proven membership model concept. And we think when you bring those three, three things together that this becomes an, a, a really incredible and uh, good investment, that, that opportunity that people can take advantage of
2: terrific. What do you look for in your franchisees, Are there Any types of characteristics or traits that kind of stand out that you know would make a good hammer and nails franchisee?
3: Yeah, we, I mean, we definitely look for people that are passionate about this mm-hmm. concept. Right. I actually get leads every day from people that want to open up our business, and I yeah. can't tell you how often I hear people say to me, Aaron, I have thought about this concept, and I knew mm-hmm. men needed it. And, I, and a lot of people say to me, I was going to build this on my own, and when I researched it, I found you, right. and you had already right. done it. Um, but we're looking for people that are passionate about the concept and the business. We know we're looking for people that understand what it means to deliver amazing customer experience. Um, a good fit might be executives leaving the business world who are looking for maybe yeah. you know, a franchise opportunity, which is similar to other franchises. Um, a- another great fit might be existing franchisees who operate mm-hmm. other concepts, but who are looking to kind of diversify their portfolio or getting sure. to another, another business opportunity.
2: That's great. I, you always wonder how many people, like, say they thought of the idea, you know, but nobody actually went through it. You know, it's even crossed my mind. You know, I think I said, you know, what? I think I might have thought of that at some time in my life, you know, but it, 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 it's fantastic that, you know, someone followed through with it, you know, and, and, and they came up with a great concept. What's the training like for uh, for new franchisees? Aaron? Do they typically come out to headquarters then? Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. And, and what yeah,
3: so – Yeah, we offer a full week's training, um, heavily focused on the sales process. Mm -hmm. Um, Make no mistake that the membership model is incredible because of the recurring revenue that occurs from a membership base. Right, right. So as a franchisee, you wake up every morning, there's revenue in your register because of your members and you've not done anything and that's very powerful. Right. But, in order to do that model successfully, you do sell, and so we spend a significant amount of time teaching people how to sell and what selling really looks like, and have it so that it's fun and exciting and comfortable as opposed to sometimes people dread that word, and we try to make it a fun and and exciting environment and It's really not a hard sell environment. every guy knows they need to get their hair cut
2: right every right. guy. Of
3: learns they know they have to get their nails cut they grow back for most men at least they grow right. back consistently and so it's not very difficult um to uh sell our membership it's quite right. easy really and uh but we do spend a significant amount of time focused on teaching those those skills and ensuring people are set up for success and then after they spend a week here at corporate And they've got their shop ready to open. We come out and spend another week with them on site. And we kind of follow up in a real-world environment the same types of content but done in a real-world environment where we're teaching them, again, how to sell, how to operate, really trying to set them up for success and ensure that they're able to uh, succeed.
2: It must be an interesting reaction to see, you know, the the customers' responses, particularly the first time they're in there, Aaron. You know, and they come out. You know, I saw some clips on on YouTube. You know, and uh, you know, it's kind of like it's, it's it's therapeutic as well. You know, I mean, uh, you know, to to really get that downtime. You know, you picture somebody working all week. It's stressful. You know, and and it's really as we keep going back to that word, it, it the experience. You know, it, it's it's also therapeutic to some extent, isn't it? No,
3: no question that. It's rare that men take care of themselves, and in society, sometimes it's actually looked down upon, and men are starting to learn to do that. I can right. go back to my previous career at, at another brand at Massage Envy, for instance, yeah. and men started out being less than 5% of the member base, wow. and it was near half of the membership base when I finally left. That's men crazy. use. Um, that service and have learned to take care of themselves and we really feel like this next step with uh, nail uh, hand and foot grooming and uh, barbering experience is really just a, a way to bring that to men in, in a different way.
2: Yeah, it's really, you know, it- Trends taking place in our society, you know, and and you know, and and taking advantage of that opportunity. So that's fantastic. What's um? Because you deal, you know, you deal with the business all the time, Aaron. I mean, what would a typical day like be for a hammer and nails franchisee?
3: So for an operator owner is probably where we'll focus for that question. But you know, our shops typically open from ten to seven. Um, we encourage our franchisees to arrive obviously a little bit before that. Um, our typical location has you know spots be- for between twelve and fifteen people receiving services simultaneously. Right. Um, but your typical day is uh, the majority of that day is really spent uh, overseeing the front lobby of your shop. We don't require you to be a nail expert or a barbering expert. That doesn't really need to be there. You have to have a base knowledge, but the majority of your day is spent interacting with your team who's helping um, greet and sell your clientele Mm -hmm. that comes in and then doing so yourself if you're comfortable um, but it, it's very much a, a people position where you're talking to your team and to your consumers that are coming in is the majority of your day. There's always going to be your business back office stuff, and right. the mon- there, there's some of that with any business, but sure. this is a very people-focused business, and so if you enjoy um, talking and being around people and helping them live healthier, happier lives, then this is a great environment for you as a franchisee.
2: So you've been involved in franchising for a, a while, Aaron. I mean, what makes Hammer and Nails—you mentioned some of them—but you know the franchise different from uh, others in the industry?
3: Yeah. Well, uh, right now, what makes us different is we don't really have any competition. And right. I know right. they'll come. I know they're sure. going to copy. We, I've yeah. seen, I've lived through it with previous brands where you see Course. people copy what works, and we know yeah. that that's going to happen. But right now. There's, it's very unique to be the only provider of a service yeah. um, that's packaged the way that ours is and that you just don't see that in business in general. Right. And we believe there's a lot of value to being the first mover in a space. Mm-hmm. And you get to, to get to the best space first. You get to have leases that, um, you know, potentially – allow you to be the only provider of that service within the the shopping area that you're in and we believe that that by being here first and by providing such an incredible environment that uh, that's a winning combination
2: i think by being first too aaron you know it makes it where you know people want to talk to you You know i know as soon as i heard about the concept i said i had to I had to have, you know, you or your partner on on, on the phone because, you know, I, I had to interview, you know, because I said, yes, yeah. this is different. You know, I can't tell you how many pizza franchises I've interviewed or even massage franchises, you know. It's,
0: yeah,
4: you, you right. Have
2: to walk, but when it's something different, you know, it, it is. It's exciting and then people want to talk to you, you know. So I, I think that certainly has a lot of value, you know, to, to, to what you guys do. So what's next then for uh, Hammer and Nails, Aaron? I mean, I could ask you as the president of the company.
3: Yeah, I mean, really what's next for us is we're very very focused on expansion, but really that that expansion is driven by the success of our franchisees. That in franchising, right. the key for me is that that every franchisee that signs up for you, you want them to be uh, wildly successful and our energy right now is, isn't on generating leads. We actually have plenty of leads. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our our energy is focused on helping the people that have committed to being in, uh, partners with us, right. helping them succeed and, and grow. And uh, we know that those results will be eventually what we disclose in okay. our item 19 and that mm-hmm. we want those results to be as strong and, and um, as possible, and that's why our energy is focused on ensuring our franchisees are all very successful.
2: That's great. What advice would you give to our listeners, Aaron? Because you have been involved in franchising for a while, you know, and most of our listeners, you know, we've kind of figured out that, you know, most of them, are really new to franchising. You know, they, they have it in their mind that they want to get into franchising. But, you know, there's so much out there today. I think they said, I saw a number recently, they said there's like 3,700 different systems. So most people seem overwhelmed in, in the beginning phase of looking for a franchise. I mean, from everything you've learned up to this point, what what advice would you give to someone looking to buy a franchise?
3: Yeah, So I I always give three pieces of advice. One, Mm -hmm. I say find something that you genuinely are excited about, passionate about, as far as the concept. When you do that, the thing that I always like to have people look for and ask for is look at the number of businesses that have closed. And use that to kind of understand your risk. Right. And when you look at a brand that hasn't closed locations over a long period of time where it's a very low, low rate, that can help you understand the kind of uh, potential safety of that investment. Um, right. The other piece we look for is how many people are multi-unit owners. And the, you know, really what we're looking for there when I'm looking at franchise concepts is how many people bought a location right. and then bought again. And because that first experience was so good. Yeah. And when you see a franchise with lots and lots of single units, I believe that that can send a message about the, the experience that people had with that first location. And we're big believers at Hammer and Nails that we want franchisees that buy from us a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth to get those economies of scale. And that, that's right. what you should look for in, in an opportunity
2: it's a great response, You know, I, I mentioned to you earlier in the beginning of the show, we've been doing the show 12 years, and I haven't heard that before, you know, and I think it's very clever. We have this great quotes in Franchising Podcast. We're going we're gonna to put that in there because you're right. It, may, it makes a lot of sense. It's, you know, this is a sign of, of someone who's very happy with the franchise, you know, and they just want right. to keep growing, you know, and it's interesting, um, you know, that, that I haven't heard that in 12 years because I, I think that's, that's incredible <laughs> advice. Yeah, it's, 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 it's no,
3: very no question. No question, right? There's, I mean, it's a big investment. People are taking uh, – oftentimes our franchisees are taking money that they've saved up over their entire life and making a change. And we we don't take that lightly. Um, I right. don't personally. John doesn't either. And um, if those people have a great experience and buy again – that's all you want to know, really, right, that they right, did it exactly. a second time and a third time. That That's all – the proof's in the pudding, as they say, right? There you so, go.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's great advice. What's the best way, Aaron, for our listeners to get more information um, on Hammer and Nails? Is there any websites you want them to go to, any phone numbers you yeah, want to go Yeah, sure.
3: It, uh, our website is hammerandnailsgrooming.com. Okay. Um, so that's the easiest play, uh, place to go. You can also email me directly. I'll gladly take emails myself and forward them off to the team that needs to be involved, depending on what phase you're in. And my email okay. is Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. Keen Peel has made my name famous. Um, calling Everyone calls me A-A-Ron lately. But, that, uh, that's funny yeah. my son has
2: not name that. Yeah, A-A-Ron A. A. is very
3: famous. Um but Aaron at HammerAndNailsGrooming.com dot com would be the two places that you can go to uh, reach out to me or get any uh, questions answered that you need.
2: Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you today, Aaron. I think this is a great concept. I'm really excited about it. You know, when I first learned about it, I'm even more excited after I spoke to you. You know, so I'd like to invite you know you back in the future as you continue to grow because I, I think this is a terrific concept.
3: Yeah, thanks. Happy to come back on anytime.
2: Thanks so much, Aaron. We'll be right back with more Franchise Interviews. Coming up on Segment 2, you're going to hear what every owner needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews.
1: Are you looking for a franchise that delivers Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers... Low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822.
0: Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by Franchise Teacher.
4: Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business?
0: Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher.
4: The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy.
0: Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors.
4: Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick-and-mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need
0: to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help.
4: We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032.
0: That's FranchiseTeacher.com.
2: Or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today's Great Quote in Franchising podcast comes from Mary Jane Riva, the CEO of Pizza Factory. And Mary Jane gave some great advice. You know, one of the questions we frequently ask on the show when we have someone like Mary Jane is, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? And she said that you should look under the hood. And, you know, I thought they, her advice was very original, but you have to listen to the podcast to find out why. So here we go with Mary Jane Riva, CEO of Pizza Factory franchise you know we've been doing the show such a long time now and and one of the yeah. the biggest things we've learned is that you know a lot of our listeners and they quest to buy a franchise they don't know where to begin because like you were saying earlier there, there's so much out there today you know i mean there's just yeah. so much to choose from most of them don't even know where to begin it just becomes overwhelming yep. you know from everything you've learned you know up to this point what advice would you give to our listeners
0: well the first there's a couple things and one that as we're going through this journey ourselves from being a franchisee to the franchisor it's understanding the roles of the franchisor versus mm-hmm. the franchisee that's a really big important really what is the role that you're playing versus the franchisor and then when right. you're looking at brands the other thing for brands to me is is really looking under the hood don't just sure. look at all the stuff on the surface really dig down at see what extra charges there, you know, are they marking up stuff, you know, really evaluate a brand to a brand and not just the fluff kind of stuff that you see on the top. And it's a lot of due diligence, right. but you know, ask, ask the questions that are, that are going to be, once you're in there, you know, are they marking up the food product? Are they marking up advertising materials? You know, what, what are you paying? So really, really dig down and ask um, a lot more questions and right. i would talk to, i would talk to a lot of franchisees that are in the system and see how they feel about the franchisor and the the brand itself i would do a lot of due diligence with franchisees cuz they're the ones that are going to tell you
2: right absolutely i love how you said look under the hood you know i i mentioned doing the show for such a long time i've never heard that analogy before, I think that's very clever to look under the hood, you know, to go deep, you know, mm-hmm. inside and look what's under, not yeah. just what's on top. You know, we have this great of yeah. franchise. And I'm going to put that one in there because uh, I, I, I think that's fantastic. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Pizza Factory, I mean, you have a lot of franchisees that you can call, right? I mean, I think you're up to, is it over 100 yes. franchisees now, Mary yes. Jane? So there's yeah. plenty of people, you know, that,
0: that have... oh, good. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I was going to say, we we have them, they've been in the system for, they've been in the system for 30 years, we have franchisees, you know, that have been in that long, and we have them that are just getting on, so there's a wide range, so, and you want to hit all those, you know, you want to hit the newbies, you want to hit the older ones, you want to to get their feel of what's been going on and how they've been treated, and, but but yeah, there's a lot of people to call, there's a lot of people to ask, there's a lot of different town sizes, so when you're doing Mm -hmm. your due diligence, Right. you know really 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 get out there and, and dig deep
2: If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Pizza Factory all you have to do is go to franchiseinterviews.com go to our franchise interviews by category page and click on food franchises and you can hear the whole interview there and lastly we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a huge success you know it's hard to imagine when we started the show that our great quotes and franchising podcast was going to become just as big as a regular show. So we want to thank everyone again and continue to listen to our great quotes and franchising podcast sponsored by Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone.
1: Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.